Hey lovelies and welcome to another episode of Time for Tea. I am so happy to be back for another week of seeing what wants to come through the medicine of tea. And so today I am drinking an oolong called Buddha's Palm. It's from Global Tea Hut. It is a tea that I really, really love. And I'm going to pour myself a bowl and we'll get going. I'm using today this beautiful teapot by Arturo Alvarez and it's got this carved wooden handle which I just adore. I bought it in June and it is just one of my favorite pieces of teaware so I'm just gonna give him a little bit of a shout out. His Instagram handle is your underscore teapot and his work is just sublime. So that felt important to share and today let's see let's take a sip of tea and see there's several things that are percolating and brewing <laughs> and that in itself is kind of the medicine of where i'm at and maybe the medicine of where you're at multiple possibilities But what really keeps coming to mind today is to speak about the chachi, which is the Chinese word for tea stage. It is really, um, you know, this idea of setting up space for tea ceremony, setting up the stage for tea ceremony. And for some reason or other, it keeps ringing in my head. So... That is what I'm going to go with. Now, I do not know everything about Chachi, the tradition of it, the history of it, but I know how I feel towards it and I know that it can be similar in some ways, at least in the way I see it, to an altar space. So you're coming at it with the same kind of devotion the same kind of reverence and intention as you would with an altar. I kind of like to think of it as an altar for tea. And so you need the basic components. You need teaware. And those are what I select from the very beginning. So I start my day with tea, as you can imagine. And I go to my table at the moment, which is covered in teaware, and I select which bowl I'm going to use, and if I'm needing it, which teapot I'm going to use. I have a few different side handle teapots that I use, and I love this brewing method at the moment, so I'm really, really reaching for those. Um, I then also have a couple of different options for as dishes. For the tea. So, I, so I've laid out, you know, the essential kind of 
ceramic components of my chachi. I also have a wide range of weavings that I have made myself or and or bought over the past year of practice. And depending on how I feel and which one I'm gravitating towards, I choose a piece of weaving. And so as you can imagine, and from what I'm saying, a lot of this is very much intuitively done. There's no necessarily right way to assemble a chachi. There are components to it for sure that I like to incorporate, but I wouldn't say there is a distinctive right way to do it. I like to also sometimes honor the elements. So, you know, air, earth, fire, water, and that in itself is kind of intrinsic in tea ceremony. You know, we've got earth with the ceramics and the clay that was used to create them. We've got air <laughs> as steam that rises from the bowl, water, well, we need hot water very much so to create, um, to make tea, to brew tea. Fire to heat the water. And then in terms of the chachi, you know, we've got weavings. Weavings are made from materials of the earth. You know, I like using natural fabric, so linens, cottons, yarns that are organic that aren't full of polyester or anything like that that have been handmade sometimes I like to add incense to clear the space energetically sometimes I like lighting a candle um, although the smell, if you're using a scented candle, I will warn that the smell can be overpowering and kind of a little distracting from tea. Really, we're wanting to focus and place the emphasis on tea when it comes to the chachi, when it comes to this space. Um, like that's the predominant focus because we are creating a stage for tea ceremony and for tea. And so however you want to do that is perfect. You know, it can be a really beautiful way to get creative, to explore and experiment and try things out and see what works and see what doesn't. Um, it can be really nice adding fresh flowers in a little vase or, you know, I've got a pine cone over here that I, I have placed in previous tea sets on my tea stage. Um, it's really nice assembling elements of nature. And, and yeah, I'm going to pause and see what else wants to come through me. For me, it matters more about the intentionality behind the tea stage than it being a perfect tea stage or not. Like... The way I see it, let's dismiss this notion of perfection and let's focus on why we are creating this stage, why we are creating a chachi, 
And so getting clear on your intention. Are you serving just yourself? Are you serving others? That will change the energetics of the chachi too. And there is a lot that can change based on what you add in and what you take away. You know, you can create really elaborate, beautiful chachis that are full of a lot of different components. Or you can create minimal ones. I kind of tend towards more minimal so that it is um, less frantic, less busy. Because we're also kind of, you know, imbuing tea spirit into this practice, into the chachi. And tea spirit, the way I relate to her and the way I feel her is really peaceful and and calming and grounding and joyful too, kind of cheeky as well at points, but you know, there's a, there's a solidity to her and there is a, the word that keeps coming to mind is calm to her. And so if we're creating something super busy, then that can take away from what we're trying to cultivate. Like, again, going back to intention, like, are you serving people casually? Are you serving ceremonially? Are you serving and you'll be okay with people talking throughout? Or are you going to be serving in silence? Or are you going to be using music? And music is another way that we can really add to our tea practice. And um, for me, feels quite... I'm not sure it would be part of the chachi because the chachi feels quite tangible. Um, but it would certainly weave into the tea sit and the tea practice. I use those interchangeably because for me they kind of mean one and the same thing. Slightly different resonances, but they do. Um, let me have a feel. Yeah, it's just something we can play with. We can try out. It's like a landscape for tea. Setting the tone for the practice we're about to go into. But setting the tone feels really important to underline because that is, at least in the way I see it, a large part of what the chachi represents. It's setting the tone, it's it's kind of delineating the specialness, the sacredness of the practice. Not so much that it has to be really serious, but that that there is a devotional quality to it. And I also want to add in, you do not have to go out and buy loads of different things in order to create a chachi. You can use what you have at home as well. Repurposing, reusing, recycling. 
most of us probably do have some kind of linens or fabrics at home. Maybe it's even a scarf. Like actually one of the weaves that I bought is technically a large shawl, but I fold it up and it becomes more of a long tea runner in its own way, or at least resembles that. And so getting creative in that way too. Same with the genshui, the wastewater bowl, and the pieces of ceramic that you buy for tea. We're not going to go and rush into something just to have the right equipment, quote unquote. Sometimes we do need pieces, but really this is about connecting with tea spirit at her core, at her essence, and she doesn't need anything extra extraneous other than hot water and the leaves and tea leaves. That is as basic as it gets. Everything else is a little superfluous, even though this whole episode is about, you know, an encouragement of that an encouragement of our creativity, an encouragement of the chachi, an encouragement of setting the scene. But I'm just adding that in as a caveat to remind you all that this is not so much a like, okay, buy this and buy this and buy this and buy this and boom, you have a chachi. No. Go and explore what you already have. Go and set up space in a way that feels accessible to you right now. You know, especially with the holiday season coming up, we might not have this extra money to go and spend on nice weavings and tea wear, and, and that's okay. You can still connect with tea spirit either way. And you, like I said, might have already got some pieces lying around that you hadn't considered could be used in tea ceremony. But if it's brought to the space with love and from the heart, then it is perfect. So I'm just gonna have one last bowl and see if anything else wants to come through about the chachi. But it goes without saying that I am like you at the start of my journey with tea. I'm a bit of a tea newbie, a tea beginner, and I hope to always be that way so that my mind can stay open, so that my heart can stay open, so that my body can stay open. And so like you, I am going to be exploring this and learning about this and delving more deeply into this, the more my practice grows and changes and evolves. And I think that's also something to comment on is that our practice when it comes to tea is not going to be stagnant. 
it is going to change, it is going to evolve, it is going to adapt. And the chachi will reflect that too. For instance, there may be some weeks, days, months, where you're wanting the same piece of tapestry again and again and again and again, or the same tea bowl again and again and again and again. Or the same incense, or there might be something that is consistently in and out, in and out, like it's just quite a constant theme that comes up in your chachi. And I would say lean into that, don't resist it. There's likely a medicine in that too. To let the chachi evolve alongside your tea practice, because they're not separate really. They're all part of it. The chachi is emblematic, involved, woven into tea ceremony. It is part of tea ceremony. Even if you don't have weavings, beautiful tea wear, whenever you enter ceremonial space with tea, especially um, or even especially through this Chinese tea ceremony tradition, there is a tea stage where you set the tea, where you brew the tea. I said set the tea, I mean set the teaware down. You know, where the teaware lies, where the action takes place, that is the tea stage, that is the chachi. And so, Anything on top of that is still the chachi, but I want to just make that clear too. If you had nothing on that space other than the vessel you use to brew tea and the tea itself, the space in front of you where the action takes place is the chachi, is still the tea stage. And so it can vary from a completely blank canvas to something very devotional. Actually, that's not true. Both are devotional in their own way. To something very lavish and ornate. You know, when I first began my practice, my tea ceremony kind of journey, back in September 2021. I didn't have any of these extra things. I just had a tea bowl. I had my mum's teapot that wasn't actually very functional for tea. I didn't have a proper kettle. I was just using the kettle that like anyone has in a normal home. <laughs> and I didn't even have a dish for tea, I think I just used a plate. And that is still a chachi, that is still okay. That is still loud. Doesn't mean that was more inferior and that now I'm better. It's just different. And the way I relate to it is different too.
So nothing else feels like it is coming through about the Chachi right now. To be honest, I'm now just really enjoying this tea that I'm drinking. Um, but as always, I would just encourage you to sit with this, absorb this, drink this in, pun always intended. And if you don't have a tea practice yet, if the, the life of tea hasn't quite called you just yet, then you can apply this to sacred space, to sacred spaces. They are very much intertwined. I wouldn't say they're exactly the same, but they are closely interlinked. And so how are you tending to your sacred spaces? How are you tending to your home? How are you tending to, I want to say your body, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, because I may have mentioned this before, what is present in tea ceremony is present outside of tea ceremony too. So the cultivation that we bring to the chachi, how can you bring that to your daily life too? The reverence you bring, the devotion you bring, the qualities and intentionality you bring, how can you infuse that into your daily life, into your body and let it land more deeply? And on that note, I'm going to bid you adieu and wish you well on your journey. And I will be back next week for another episode of Time for Tea. Until then, take care. I'm sending you love. <laughs>